Hi, welcome to Mimesis and Memory, a perspective from the future, a podcast through which I track my experience reading James Joyce's Ulysses as though I'm myself telling the story from five years in the future. We'll explore how memories define who we are and how our past experiences reflect themselves on our everyday state of being. Thanks for joining me in this experiment. My very best memories from college took place in the company of my closest friends. You know, the kind of friends who take your mind off the difficult things going on in your life. The kind of friends who, when you see them again for the first time in a while, make it seem like no time has passed at all. As I was in the midst of reading Ulysses, I was also nearing the end of my time in college. We were all silently, mentally preparing to move on to different cities and different places after graduation. It's the kind of thing that you don't like to talk about, but you all know is there. The impending reality of something about to come to an end. Living under that kind of knowledge is something that makes you do your best to take every opportunity to make the most of the time you have left together. One of my best memories from the winter of 2021 happened in the middle of reading the second episode of Ulysses, Nestor. I had to pause my reading to trek outside with my friends to enjoy an evening time Boston snowstorm. At the time, we realized that this snowstorm may well have been one of the last ones of our college days. We couldn't just watch it from our windows. Walking out into the snowfall alongside my closest friends, it's hard to imagine any memory being more quintessential of the so-called college experience. It's the kind of memory I very happily carry with me. As I threw snowballs, built snowmen, and caught snowflakes on my tongue, cheesy, I know, I couldn't get Stephen Dedalus, Mr. DC, and Buck Mulligan out of my head. I was still really struggling to figure out what was going on in Stephen's head, even though it was supposed to be right there on the page in front of me. I remember being struck by that. I remember also being struck by Stephen's experiences during this chapter, even if I didn't understand all the references and all the things going on on the page. While teaching, Stephen seems distant and uninterested by what's happening in front of him. He has a lengthy conversation with the unsavory anti-Semite DC, and he does very little of the talking. He doesn't seem to fit in at the school. It's what he does for work, but he even admits to himself that working there is not what he's meant to do in the long term. I couldn't help but to consider the juxtaposition between my experience with my friends in the snow and Stephen's experience teaching at the school. He's unhappy with his current position in life. He has a feeling that there's something more out there that he's meant for. But what about me? I'm happy here, surrounded by people that I love. What lies ahead when I'm thrust away from that comfort? Perhaps Stephen and I both stand upon the precipice of change. Myself an inevitable period of transition, Stephen a necessary search for self-discovery and meaning. Maybe we're approaching change from a different perspective, but bound together by a similar destination. While teaching his class, Stephen ponders the absoluteness of history. What if these historical events had never happened? We're defined by the past, informed by our ancestors, and shaped by our memories. Where would Stephen be if he had made different choices? Where would he be if his mother had done not? Are you kidding me? Motherfucker, you're such a dumb idiot. <clears throat> While teaching his class, Stephen ponders the absoluteness of history. 
What if these historical events had never happened? Certainly the world would be a different place. We are defined by the past, informed by our ancestors, and shaped by our memories. Where would Stephen be if he had made different choices? Where would he be if his mother had not died? Where would I be if I had not met my friends? I prefer not to think about that. It's hard enough to live in the moment as it is. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this has been Mimesis and Memory, a perspective from the future.